Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> one fifty in the dizzy. From you sixty down to one whizzy. Yeah. Come on, Birdo. Come on. That's that. Yeah. Throw him up. Come on, Birdo. come on, Lee. <laughs> come on, Lee. Throw him up, Lee. <laughs> Throw him up, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them up, Todd. Come on, Lee. Throw the hooks up. Yeah. <laughs> it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, wherever you are, making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all <sighs> Live, Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection. Fast free, <laughs> fast free shipping, free road hazard. <laughs> too much, I man. Doing my dance. I know you were. I'm just doing my dance. Oh, uh, TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right. Top of the NFL draft. We've speculated that maybe this would be a possibility. Could the Seattle Seahawks take a quarterback? With the number five pick overall, you've obviously got the Bears, you've got the Texans, 
You've got the Cardinals and the Colts ahead of them and Seattle sitting at five. And Pete Carroll and the Seahawks were hinting at yesterday that it's very unique to them picking this high, courtesy of Russell Wilson and that awful season they had in Denver. And there is the potential that they could look at quarterback here. And it feels like it might make some sense. Geno Smith comes back. Maybe you do a franchise tag. Maybe you do a short-term deal. And if you've got an opportunity, and Brady, you've talked about this guy shooting up the the draft boards if anthony richardson is sitting there at five how do you not take a peek at that and want to build around him and make him the quarterback of the future that feels yeah. like it could be a home run yeah especially if you're in a position where you don't necessarily have to take best player available at that spot and, and i'm not saying that the seahawks roster is there but john schneider over the course of his, his time in seattle done such a good job finding guys uh, in the mid-late rounds to be impact players, starters for them uh, who, who've developed into being Pro Bowl caliber players that I think he feels confident that if he spent that pick on a quarterback, um, you know, Geno Smith would be the guy for a year, kind of the stopgap, and and then they'd look to build and and build on with that next quarterback they're looking to get behind. But, man, he's, he's got so much talent, so much ability to me, to me, I think the biggest difference when we talk about guys who have like high upside, but they might have a low floor, um, the low floor comes from lack of experience and lack of consistency in some of the things that you see on tape. So, for example, you know when he can put together th- some throws where he snaps his feet around in the pocket, he navigates the pocket well, all the things you're going to be asked to do at the NFL level and deliver an accurate throw – you know, that's just the, the sort of thing that you want to see throughout his entire, you know, tape and season Why I was at Florida. And, and you wouldn't see that. You kind of see the ebbs and flows. And I don't know how much of that had to do with his supporting cast. I don't know how much of that has to do with his, you know, offensive coordinator and play calling. Um, and then how much of that has to do with him and just his growth and maturity at the position. But the times that you see him, whether it's the arm strength and his ability to you know, navigate the pocket or scramble out and just flick the ball 60, 65 yards downfield, uh, which I think is longest throw on tape, the ball traveled about 63, 64 yards in the air, um, it's, it's special. I mean, he's got some really, really special uh, traits to his ability to move and throw. And, and he's perfectly suited for – you know, this era of football where you're not asked to play from the pocket the, the entire game. You, you, you can get outside the pocket. You can design some quarterback run game. You can incorporate some RPOs, things to, to make it a little easy, easier on the quarterback and how they're seeing the field. So I think it'd make a lot of sense for Seattle if they went that direction. But that has a lot to do, too, with the fact that Snyder drafted well last year. He's drafted well in the past. And I think he knows after that first-round pick, he could still find some potential starters and guys to add depth with the rest of the draft. If it's petty enough, I, I will go with <laughs> you You draft a quarterback, whoever it is, at that pick, and you celebrate him as the first coming of a real franchise quarterback oh, to on. lead this team to, into the future. If you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're subscribing to being totally – absurdly petty and and that's that's kind of where i would settle in on it like it yeah it seems as though that would be the final nail in the the proverbial co- uh coffin um of the relationship between uh pete carroll and and russell wilson and and i just don't think that they've held any punches back against one another in terms of how they take their little shots at one another 
So to, to take a franchise possibility caliber guy at that five position, which I mean, we there will be one at five. I I would take him. I would take if there's a franchise caliber guy, I would take him. Now now let me ask you guys this, and, and I could be off on this. Is Tyler Lockett the only one that they have to bring back, or DK is done? Right, like he's not he's not up yet. Yeah, no, he signed an extension last year. He signed right, yeah. right. Now, what about Tyler Lockett? Is he? I want to say he is he. I don't know. I feel like he could be a free agent or could be available. Maybe not. It, uh, here's the thing: if you keep those two guys in place. And you know that Pete Carroll always finds a way to run the ball. So it's not going to have – you're not going to put a tremendous amount of pressure on a quarterback. Plus, you ha- already have success in Geno right now who could carry them for, for quite some time until that quarterback is ready. I, I think it's a win. I think that's a win to to take a quarterback at five. So it says Tyler Lockett signed a four year extension back in March of twenty twenty one. So so he's under so, contract yeah. so, for this so next season. I mean, they got the the tools. And you got Kenneth Walker. You got as the tools. Brady pointed out you drafted well last year. You've got another pick in the first round at twenty. <laughs> I mean, it could, could not have gone per, more, better for the Seahawks than it did last they year. They could they could really really be a a competitive team like i mean they they showed to be a better team than what people maybe expected they would be post post uh, russell wilson but this really sets the stage for them to be a a really really different i mean they'll get don't they get adams back like he went out pretty early in the yeah. year their their defense will improve I think he went out week one he went out early yeah so i i mean good for good for seattle Good for Seattle. I would I would take a quarterback if I'm them. I would take a quarterback. I don't yeah. know if the the pumpkin hit hit midnight with with Geno Smith. I, I like Geno Smith. I think it's a great comeback story. Think he did well. But you know these defensive coordinators get paid to do a job too. They'll have book on him. They'll go over it and and they'll game plan him. And we'll see if he's still able to have the type of success he was able to have this season. What do you think a contract looks like for Geno Smith, Brady? Is does he, do they just go franchise, or do they try and do something short term and and just say, hey, this is what it is? I don't know why more teams don't use the non-exclusive franchise tag in this case. I mean, allow the rest of the market to do the bidding for you. You're not going to have to pay him the premium that you are if you're, you're playing the exclusive franchise tag, which is like another $13, 12000000 something like that more. So it saves you a bit of cap space. And I think you'd be more than willing to say, yeah, we'll, we'll pay you that for a one-year guaranteed deal because you've played well enough. And, and look, if you, if you prove it two years in a row and we happen to draft a guy at five, then we could reevaluate a year from now. And maybe he's ready after his rookie year. Maybe he's not. Maybe we do this for another year. But either way, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure Gino's looking at cashing in. The hard part is, is his age, the gap of time at the last time at which he was able to do it. And I think much like Daniel Jones, there's, there's people out there who want to say, like, I want, I want to see you do it two years in a row, right? Um, then, then they feel much more confident in what you can be as a franchise quarterback moving forward. The only difference with Gino is that's just another year getting older. And so your shelf life isn't quite as long. So I, you know, he might be frustrated by it, but um, I, I think it'd be a good a good opportunity to at least cash in on thirty some million guaranteed. But that would be the route that I'd go. And and look, if you're Seattle and someone says 
we're willing to pay, you know, Geno Smith this longer-term deal. It's going to pay X. You say, all right, give me your first-round picks. Go sign him to that deal. We'll take your first-round picks, and, and we'll move forward. No. So that, that could be one route they go. Uh, now, you alluded, uh, LeVar, to the pettiness between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll yesterday at the Combine in Indianapolis was asked about that report, courtesy of The Athletic, pointing out that Russell Wilson may or may not have tried to get Pete Carroll and John Schneider yep. fired. Yep. And uh, here was Pete Carroll's response. Similar response that it's always been with, with the guys that I've coached, that um, I'm always going to hang with them, and I'm never going to leave them, and I'm going to be there at the end of all of the good stuff and all of the bad stuff. I'm going to still be there. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hanging. And uh, it doesn't matter who the guy is. If you, you look at all of the guys that have come to our program, just not go back to the college days, but just here at, at Seattle, regardless of what has happened or has taken place or the things that have been said at all, if you hang with them, it all comes back around. And... Uh, I'd like to demonstrate that faith in the relationship and the depth of what we did together and uh, and hang through whatever the growth challenges bring to, to us along the way. So he's definitely not going to anybody out. No. Yeah. What? what? But <laughs> I, I did find a flaw, though. The, uh, wait, wait, huh? I found a little bit of a flaw, though, with Pete Carroll's thinking um, that he's always going to ride with his guys through thick and thin, basically. What about at USC? Because when, when all of a sudden uh, things started to fall apart, I mean, he jumped to the NFL pretty quick. So I was just trying to figure out whether or not the thick and well, thin at USC would have do you, applied. There. Do you still have? Hang on. Yeah. Do you still have the end of that that soundbite, Berto? See, because to me, I just listened. I look for the things that are giveaways, and at the end, he says something that's pretty interesting. He said the growth, the growth of like like insinuating that. Yeah, like, dude's got a lot of growing he's got to do. Like to me, that's that's kind of how I interpret it. You got the end of it. Let, let's let's listen to the end of what he said. And hang through whatever the growth challenges bring to to us along the way. It's, it's like to me, it's almost like he's taking a father. He's obviously coaches our father figures anyway, but but to interpret it like to finish it off with the growth challenges. Like, it's kind of, I, I don't know. For me, that would be a subliminal shot. I mean, they're, they're both intelligent dudes. So it's like, oh, he's saying, he's saying there's a growth thing here, huh? Like, I'm, I'm immature or, or something like, what, what, what exactly do you mean? Like, it could be, again, and I don't want to try to, like, manufacture anything or anything like that, but I'm just saying when you have a coach that sits there and says during the course of his interview that doesn't answer not one bit what he was asked and and it's like well i ride with my guys it doesn't matter who the guy is i ride with my guys and then you finish it off with you know the growth challenges it's like okay he'll come to his senses one day and he'll realize it and through the good and the bad he'll come back and we'll hug it out and we'll be we'll be buddies moving forward in defense of russell wilson wasn't there a report that came out whether i think it might have been in 2018 that they were looking at and they went and took a visit to look at Patrick Mahomes and some other quarterbacks or and something along those lines, and Russell Wilson found out about it and got pissed. And there was some discussions about, do we move on from him at this point? Ultimately, they signed him to the four-year extension. But it's not like Seattle hadn't poked around at potentially replacing Russell Wilson either. I mean, I don't know if they explicitly said – he's gone, we're shopping him, we don't want any part of him like Russell Wilson did. But I do feel like Pete Carroll's been guilty of this at, at certain points of his career as well, too. 
And as I mentioned, USC, can, where he kind of bolted. Can we just be real for a second? Yeah. It's the NFL. Like, it is the pinnacle of competition and, and people and teams or organizations constantly trying to improve themselves. And it's cutthroat as hell. Definitely is. E- even if you have success, everyone's looking at getting better the next year. Like, it's ne- nothing's ever good enough. And even if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, right now they're looking at how they can improve their roster. I mean, it sounds crazy to say, but, you know, you know, there, eventually there might become a quarterback that comes out that competes with Patrick Mahomes, and we look at him and might say it's better than Patrick Mahomes. You, you know what every team's going to want? That guy. Like every, every, guy, every team right now wishes they had Patrick Mahomes. The next guy that comes out that's better than him, that's who everyone wants, and they would sacrifice a lot of things for it's just how it's how the NFL works. And so it's not impossible to think that Seattle, even after winning a Super Bowl with Russell and going to two, at some point didn't look at the draft class, depending on who some of those prospects were, and didn't do their due diligence, or as they should, by the way, because you never know how things turn out down the road, where you might have the opportunity to trade for him. You might have the opportunity where he becomes a free agent somehow. How, however that's orchestrated. You never know what the future holds. So you have to do all your homework on all those, those draft classes. No different than the Chicago Bears right now. When Ryan Poles is like, oh, we're still going to meet with the quarterbacks. Of course you have to. You have to. Because as a general manager, you should be doing that for the Bears organization, not knowing what two years, three years holds from now. And if you're Ryan Poles, you're doing it for Ryan Poles. Because you don't know where you're going to be. And you might end up crossing paths in, to, with a team in a situation where you have to have some in-depth knowledge on these players. So, of course, they're going to do all their homework on these guys. And, of course, they're going to talk about potentially other quarterbacks because that's what you do. I mean, John Lynch has talked about that. You know, pick up the phone and call on you know, Bill Belichick about Tom Brady back when he's on New England. That's what good general managers do. They, they make you say no. They make you say, like, oh, yeah, um, did, did, did you even ask if Tom Brady was available? Well, you don't know until you ask, or you know what the price is until you ask, right? I mean, that's what's crazy is people take to heart the reality of what the NFL is, and that is it is the most ruthless business that's out there. I'm sure there's some that are up next to it, but you can't allow your emotions to get involved. Like, you just can't as a player. You just have to keep trying to do the best you can. Focus on you. Focus on getting better. Focus on winning and being as successful as you can. But at some point, like someone's going to tell you you're not good enough again. Like It's not like they don't tell you that at some point along your journey. Like Every player has been told that. Probably every coach at some point was told that. But even after your success, someone's going to keep telling you you still can't do it again or you're not good enough again. Like I just don't know why guys get – they allow these fractures to happen because an organization's doing what's in their best interest. I mean, it, it's, it just it always confuses me that no one's real with players. They're like, yeah, dude, they're really appreciative you just won them the Super Bowl. Now they're going to try to replace you. And if they can, if they can, if they can find someone better, they're going to do that. It's two pros, Nick Cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right. There could be a team in the NFL that is thinking the wrong thing as we head into the draft. They could be making a crucial mistake. We'll tell you who that team is. That's next. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up later on this hour, we are going to have our midweek awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly. For some reason, those are the awards where Brady always has like bad or ugly. Can never catch a break. Can never catch a break. I don't know what the hell is going on here behind the scenes, but we will get into that for you again uh, about 20 minutes from now. We are brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross! With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. So the Houston Texans, who had a real opportunity, all they had to do was lose the final week of the season. 
That's all they had to do. And that damn Lovey Smith and Davis Mills just threw a wrench into everything. <laughs> just just threw a wrench right into the engine and completely destroyed everything. And so now they're sitting at number four, or number two, rather, with the Indianapolis Colts sitting at four. And the Houston Texans are looking up at the Chicago Bears, who are sitting at number one. And the conversation has become, if the Bears are trading out of that pick, should somebody jump ahead of Houston to make the move? Is there any concern from the Houston Texans? And their GM, Nick Casario, talked about it yesterday at the Combine. Yeah, I think we're focused on the Texans. We're not necessarily worried about what other teams around us are doing. I mean, you're cognizant of that, but ultimately you have to be prepared to pick wherever you're going to pick and then be prepared to pick whatever player. So I'd say most teams, again, not to generalize here, but most teams, wherever they pick, you probably have three or four guys that you would feel comfortable taking. So if a team is in front of you and you're only talking about one player, well, that's going to leave two or three other players. So you're either comfortable with that group of players or you're not. So, again, you can't really get too caught up in what other teams are doing. You just try to make decisions that you feel are best for your team. All right. So is there that big of a difference between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud? Because those feel like the two that everyone perceived to go number one or two overall. Um, I mean, in size, it, it appears like there's some difference there. You know, C.J. Stroud has no measurement that makes you go – uh, that's a concern for my franchise moving forward. So that's a big difference. His mobility was a uh, was a thought to be a concern until the semifinal game. Uh, now you see what he's capable of. He's accurate. He's got a strong arm. I mean, I, I don't know that you have any reservations about C.J. Stroud, at least um, from his play and anything that you've seen. Um, now there might be some reservations about him off the field. Uh, full transparency. He wasn't a part of the Manning Passing Academy. I was told that he would committed to it and then didn't show up. Not a good sign. So those sorts of things are out there. But those two guys are the two that are being looked at. And I think anyone who watches Bryce Young, they're trying to discern, you know, his. He, he's so special to watch. I mean, he really is. Um, but does that game translate to the NFL level? And will he be able to translate to the NFL and stay healthy at his size. Like, those are all the things that concern you. But again, he's done his entire life at this point. I, I think in the right situation and circumstance, there's no doubt that he can. What, why is it a big deal he didn't go? I, I'm, I'm not up on that. What, him not going to the passing academy. What, what is that? That's an off-field issue? Um, I, I don't know that I'd consider it an off-field issue. I mean, it, it, it technically falls in that category, right? Like, if you commit to something and, and choose not to go – for whatever reason, um, that's sometimes you know tough. It's it's looked at as um, just an honor to be able to be one of the top quarterbacks recognized at the college football level, and then to be able to have the chance to go down there, learn from the Mannings, you know, teach a lot of younger other younger quarterbacks, and you know they they put them through drills and they throw and they work them out. So it, it also kind of puts you on display with some of the other top quarterbacks that are there. But it's uh, it's very rare to have someone receive an invite and not go and even more rare to have them receive an invite, commit to go, and then not go. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'll put it this way. Do you have any camps? Uh, no, not anymore. But, I, I mean, I get, I get exposure camps. I mean, I, I know so, Clarkson. So I think my point to you is if you had a guy who was one of the top guys that committed to come, you advertised he might be coming or would be there, and then he told you the day before he's going to be there and then not show up, would that be of concern to you? It, it, it happens a lot. I, I would say 
And, and so with quarterbacks, uh, I'd say it doesn't happen a lot. I think if, if that if it does, then you've got a red flag. I I, just, I don't know the I don't know a, enough context of why he would have missed. Uh, I mean, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I just I'm not, I was curious because I had never heard like an off uh, off field issue being connected to missing a camp. But I, I just for me, I, I listen. I I look at what he's done on the field. I, I know a lot of people that have – I mean, I've even interacted with him. Um, T.J. Hushmanzada is really close with him and his family and has, has done, done a lot of work with him while he was here in uh, California. I, for all things I get from him, he's, he's, a, he's a good, good dude. Oh, he's a great you young know. man. Yeah. The, I, I, look, again, you're making it and phrasing it as off-field issue. I'm just saying that's the only thing that I think if you're looking at C.J. Stroud that if people dig into it, they might go, well, what happened there? Hmm. Yeah, and I, so that's the only thing I'm bringing up. There's really nothing else that you can nitpick at or talk about. Some people talk about how hey, he throws to wide open wide receivers. Well, guess what? He hits those wide open wide receivers and he finds those wide open wide receivers. So just because he plays at Ohio State as an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver, it doesn't mean you still don't have to make the throw and you still don't have to actually find that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it's it's going to be interesting who becomes the the front runner of of the quarterbacks race because there are interesting interesting kind of I guess criticisms in terms of not not just the player themselves but the type of player that that comes out of the schools that they've come from. You're talking about two schools in Alabama and Ohio State. They just don't have a great track record. Of quarterbacks doing well once they make the leap into to the league. What about Mike Tomzak? Gonna disrespect Mike Tomzak, great Ohio State Buckeye like, Mike, like that. Mike's a good dude. Um but that's to me, I think I think that the the criticisms will or the concerns may stem from it hasn't translated. Like you've seen Heisman trophy winners. You you've seen national championship winners that have come from these schools, and it just didn't translate in the league. So, yeah, but how many, like, do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if we're looking at if we're looking at the top, let's say the top three quarterbacks in the league, who would you say they are right now? Top three, Mahomes, okay, Allen, Allen, Wyoming, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Those and then, the and top then three. technically started Ohio State, didn't play, they went to LSU. Like, we don't look at Texas Tech everywhere and say, all right, who's the quarterback? All right, yeah, he's going to come out and he's going to win a Super Bowl. Like, it's just – that to me is always a hard thing because especially as much as these schools change. Like, Ohio State back when they won a national championship under Jim Tressel was running an entirely different offense than what they are now. I mean, if you're a quarterback – look, I was a quarterback being recruited by them. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at them because I, – I, or I looked at them, but I didn't like, look, like the offense they were running and thought – How's this going to help me at the next level? And then as Jim Tressel got there, he slowly started to evolve it more and more. And as Urban Meyer then took over, then he kind of opened things up even more so. So I just – I think it's always hard to, like, lump, uh, you know, Alabama quarterbacks in there because right now you've got Tua as a starter, Mack who's a starter, Jalen Hurts who was there originally, then went to Oklahoma for a year, just played in a Super Bowl. Like – we, we can break down all we want, but to me, it's not so much the brands and the universities anymore. It's just more the situation, circumstance players enter into. I think that plays as much of an impact on anything um, 
you know, not the schools they went to, right? It, I just it certainly just, should be, but I think it does play a part. I think it I think it is a conversation that would ensue amongst amongst scouts and amongst decision makers is is what's the track record. I mean, that's just what it is. It's you you develop track records of what your players coming out are are generally good at. Some schools it's their tight ends. Some schools it's it's their receivers. Well, I they, mean, they can tend to recruit and develop those guys, but as far as how it translates, I mean, are you looking at the next Arizona quarterback then and saying, well, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, so there's your track record. Is that how you're looking at them? Uh, I'm, I'm saying when it's established, it's. I, I mean, you're you're. I, I, again, I get your point of where you're coming from, but I think once you've established that this is the program. And this is how it's being paid attention to. And they've been paid attention to because they've been successful. Ohio State has been very successful. Alabama has been very successful. So you're looking at certain skill positions, certain positions that are being played. And one of the cri- biggest criticisms on these t- these schools have been their quarterbacks. I mean, if you and want how they translate in the next level. I mean, that's not from well, me. That's just that's a general. That's well, a general it is from you because it's your opinion. Like, I yeah. would say, like they're also the schools that are getting the I top love how guys. He tells me what's from me. I mean, it's 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 been it's that's been written about. Like that's been reported. That's that's been discussed. I'm just discussing. I'm saying it's not like, from me. It, I'm saying I've read this, and that has been a general thought of quarterbacks. From those places, that's been a criticism that's been used. That's not my opinion. I'm I'm giving you something that I read, like I I actually yeah, read. Yeah, I've I've read that. And I think it's okay. dumb because exactly. I, I think if you look at like Clemson, for example, you know they're getting top quarterbacks, so of course they're going to pump out more first round quarterbacks. Like the guy who wrote that is the guy who probably doesn't understand that if Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, you know USC, whoever you want to throw in the category, are getting the top you know, quarterbacks every single year, of course they're going to be putting more guys into the NFL, which then makes them more like, well, they must not translate because they're not winning Super Bowls. Well, it's, it's, I mean, as we could attest to from playing in the NFL, it's hard to win Super Bowls. It takes more than just saying, well, the pedigree from that school. Like the pedigree from that school just allowed them the opportunity to even have the chance to be drafted because of, you know, whether it's the coaching or the scheme and the offense and the development, whatever it is. I'm just saying, like, we, we tend to, like, look at that. Well, how many guys have just been drafted in the first round from Ohio State in recent years? I mean, you're going to have C.J. Stroud. You had, uh, obviously, Dwayne Haskins, you know, God rest his soul. Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields. I mean, you start going through that list and you go, okay, well, they're getting top quarterbacks. Like, Joe Burrow was there, left because he couldn't get on the field there for whatever reason. You know, now he's viewed as one of the best. Like, it, it's it, we kind of tend to pick and choose, like, these discussion points. But the reality is – a lot of these bigger schools, they are the ones getting the most talented quarterbacks that are being you know, shoved up to the next level. That doesn't always mean they're, it's going to equate to a Super Bowl. I mean, they have to go to a good organization that can help them get to that Super Bowl and win that Super Bowl. Do you think it will play any part in how they look at Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, the school they're coming I, I from? I don't think that you look, watch, you look and watch Bryce Young and you think of Alabama. Because I think he's so unique compared to what they've had there. He's drastically different than Mac Jones. He's different than, than Tua, um, even the way I, I think he plays the game. I think he sees the field in an un, uncanny way, in the way he sees windows, anticipates, is accurate, the way he's able to throw off platform. Those are all things that you know Tua could do to some degree, but it's, it's entirely different the way he does it. So, I, I mean, and look, they played under different coordinators, too. 
like that's the other thing is you know you've got guys because how many coordinators have run in and out through Alabama that have been different as well, which I also think plays you know a little bit of a different role. Well, I think I think it plays in his favor that he had Bill O'Brien as his offensive coordinator. I mean, it was for what two years. Two, yeah, two seasons. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that plays a part in it for certain. By the way, I, somebody threw this out a little while back and I was thinking about it. Is Bryce Young the best player Nick Saban's ever had at Alabama? Best player, like every yeah, position? Every position. Think about it. Like, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's hard because you see someone like Derrick Henry and the success that he's had. And it's really hard not to think that he wouldn't be up there. Like, did he have um, Julio Jones? Yes. Was Julio yeah, Jones yes. there? Yeah, but he's at least that's in the, the first name that popped into my head. But there's probably there's someone probably better than Julio Jones, though. You know what's crazy about even throwing this out there is, I think he's elevated. I, I think he, like Bryce Young made them competitive, especially this year. Like he made them more than what they were defensively. They kind of taken a step back the past couple of, of seasons. I mean, this is not your Nick Saban when he first got to Bama beating LSU like 9-6 to six or 12-9, to nine, whatever those battles used to be. It's entirely different. And they've had to go outscore opponents. And it's been in large part Bryce Young. Like, I, I think it's, it's up for debate because of where they've been defensively. And then especially this year, the lack of skill around Bryce Young and yet still what he was able to achieve. And by the way... If Bryce Young, if the Texans move up to number one and take Bryce Young and the Bears are at two and they take Will Anderson, that means back-to-back from the same college going number one and number two. If I'm not mistaken, last time that happened, we are. That's right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know, man. Yeah. Penn State. We are. Throw them up. All right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. We are brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash two pros. Terms and conditions apply. It is the good, the bad, and the ugly are midweek awards. They're yours next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun humor and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. And I want to make this very clear. For people that keep complaining because for whatever reason they're playing something else on Sirius XM, that's why we always shout out iHeartRadio. So listen on the iHeartRadio app if you're not listening on one of our terrestrial stations, on one of our hundreds of stations all across the country. We got it. You're not happy with what's currently on Sirius XM, so you can find this show on the iHeartRadio app. All right? Just want to be clear on that. For God's sakes. All right, top of next hour. From the tirerack.com studios. <laughs> There's some complaints, you know. They're not not happy with the current uh, oh, program that's on uh, there, you know. Oh, what program? I mean, oh, I don't know. Look, I like Skip and Shannon. Okay, <laughs> okay, I do. They're not on this early, are they? Well, it's a replay of yesterday's show. Oh, yeah. So right. people are not happy about it, and it's it's a wow. daily bitch every single day. They've got to complain about it. So I mean, if there was a difference i would be complaining too well you know if we weren't on and they were on i'd be 
that's a repeat. Yeah, I'm just letting them know there's options out there. It's the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, go to the iHeartRadio app. Check it out. Check it out. By the way, uh, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, we are going to take a closer look ahead. We've got uh, some specials, some opportunities to make money upcoming in the NFL, so we'll get into that for you. Before we get to our midweek awards, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. There are some good things that happen, and there's some bad, and then there's some downright ugly things. It's time for Good, Bad, and Ugly. All right, lead the lap. Who's got what this week? LeVar has the privilege to give us the good this week. Yeah. All right, the good, the good, the good. Let's see. Well, I'll say this. What's been good is the reports on uh, absolutely nothing. So I don't really feel good about anything right now. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, there you go. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't really feel good about anything. What, what's what's the feel good about? You look great. Uh, no. Can I can I side with LeVar here? I do feel kind of sad, too. Like, there's no real football to look forward to. The XFL has been dwindling in ratings. I'm sure we'll get to that. It just mm. it does feel like it's kind of like a lull right now. And it's the weather's horrible. Oh. Like I've seen plenty of accidents. Oh, I just, and your knees flared up. And my too. knee, my, my the rain's got my knee hurting. I just, I'll just say Blame the good it for all me. The rain. Yeah. I just <laughs> yeah. Say, is that Millie? All right. I mean, Love Millie Vanilli. I, all right. I'll go. I'll go with. <laughs> I'll go with Aaron Rodgers coming out and having oh. a conversation on the podcast yeah. about how huh? Jonas. What? Not that type of coming I out. Didn't know, I didn't know what I was oh, saying. Coming oh, out, coming wow. out, of, coming, okay. coming out of the darkness with with clarity on what his future will be. He's thought about both sides, both oh, retirement relax. and continuing to play. Oh, wow. Yeah, relax, Jonas. Relax. What? I, I wasn't that's saying a good, anything. That's a good thing because it sounds as though we may know what he's going to do very soon. All right, Jesus, bro. <laughs> All right, well, Lee, guys, you can't have that? good without the bad. That, was that a good save? Yeah. What right, was bad go. this yeah. week? All right. how, how much time do I have? Um, <laughs> you know what? This is going to sound a little awkward. Uh, January was huge month for sports gambling in the state of Ohio. $1.11 billion was gambled. However, the, the holding, and I was talking about this with Jonas, I think, yesterday a little bit, is like near 20%. So basically 20%, 20 cents on every dollar the books are making. So it's, it's a little scary time right now. People got to be careful about some of these single game parlays they're playing. But hmm. I, I don't know if it's great long term for gambling. And Jonas, what was ugly this week? Well, just some of the pushback on Jake Paul having a boxing match on a Sunday morning slash afternoon, depending on where you are. Get over it. It was a fight. If you didn't want to watch it, stop bitching about it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.